Welcome back to Small State, a big takes. This is episode 209, I say with the utmost confidence. Um, Stephen Scott is running late, so he don't got nothing. So I'm going to swing it to uh, Josh. You're you're hitting us with the opening take, so lay it on me. What do you got? Um, thought of the week, I'm back to saying fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm so I'm so back. I'm so back. Oh, because um, of that that call. Oh, dude, that, that call. Roughing the past. Just, I never, I never stood up and screamed quicker at an NFL game in my life, dude. It was literally like right in front of me too. It had great seats for the fucking game. Falcons were coming back. It, it was like, wow, we we're gonna have two timeouts and a two minute warning. And it's about to be fourth down. Like, it's over. Like, we might actually win this fucking game. We went for two and got it. Like, so a touchdown and the extra point wins you the game. The Falcons were so set up to come back and win. And you know what? That was probably the worst call I've ever fucking seen in my life. Ever. It was so bad. The The most patty cake Tom Brady privileged call i've ever seen and i'm just back i'm i'm so back to hating tom brady <laughs> and you know it it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that i'm gonna trade him in fantasy because he's still i was gonna say that they're gonna hold him out of no 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 i'm still yeah exactly i still <laughs> gotta say you know i gotta keep the guy but no man that's my take uh i'm back on the fuck tom brady train and he came out today and said uh I don't throw the flags. Well, you know what? You kind of make people throw the flags, Tom. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't hate that take one bit. I've been Tom Brady'd out for a while now. And um, you you thank him for everything he did for the Patriots and whatnot. But he fucking, yeah, there's no second guessing it in my mind. He turned his back on the Patriots, left, and... Made it all about himself, blah blah blah. Unretired, literally, he's he's he chose to play football at age forty five over raising his family. Like he's getting divorced now. Uh, I know he's still going to be. I know he's. Listen, I can spin it however I want, and I want to (laughs) spin it that way. Well, that's that's the issue where it's like it's just like that's that's what's put out into the ether of like oh shit like I don't know this could have been a long time coming but it probably was it's probably been in the making for three you think after Brady left New England Giselle was like Giselle's probably like thank God like we're done with football we can retire and just hang out now and he's like <laughs> you thought you thought no we'll go down to we'll go down to Tampa. It's like okay, I get to live in Florida. That's a compromise, and then retire. Gronk's here for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're we're hanging out with Gronk again. We have great weather year round. Blah blah blah. You know what? Um, and I think, I think it's just the fact most New England sports radio is just still always talking about Tom Brady four years later. I think that's what bothers me more than Tom Brady actually. No, still playing. That is you know? still lame. It's just so lame how they're still so obsessed with everything that they do and every everything that he does. And it, 
it that part is just fucking annoying. Like, grow up and move on. But, like you said, Josh, that call was awful. No ifs, ands, or yeah. about that one. That's something that is undeniable that that call was just abysmal. Yeah. That, I kind of want to I want to pivot here and back to your take about Tom Brady. Like, you're sick of him. Like, just are you sick of him playing? Let me ask you that question. Are you sick of him playing? I don't think so. Okay. Because uh, that, that's a totally different perspective for me. Like, the dude has a legacy, and you know what? Uh, I have a little bit weirder take on that. Like, I think you're right. Like, he should go be a father and be a husband and all this stuff. But you have one life. And when you sign up to marry Tom Brady, like, I had this conversation literally with Shannon in the car on the way to the game, which is kind of funny. But <laughs> it's like, um, you know, the guy can only do this one time in his life. No matter if he plays at least 50 or whatever, you signed up to marry this guy. And you yeah. know, like, what that, you know, like, not to get all freaking romantic and shit on a podcast. But it's like, I, I said it to Shannon, I was like, Shannon, if I got a coaching job, and you know, like, she was like, no, that's different. Like, I was like, no, it's not. It's not different. Like, you know, like, you sign up for the person that you're with. And I, I feel like it's kind of shame on Giselle. Like, you're not letting Tom live a little bit. I don't know. Not to get all like, no. what are we like, Doctor Phil or some shit? But you know, <laughs> I, it's like it's. I I think Tom should play as long as he possibly can. He can still sling that fucking ball. He's not Brett Favre. Brett Favre could not play anymore. Yeah. He was horrible. You know, well, like that's the difference I kind of see. It's like, totally know. totally valid. You know, you know, she knew at the time what she was getting into, right? So it it just maybe. In a fantasy world, um, she thought that he would outgrow the love or whatever, or she didn't think it would actually last as long, whatever. But you know what? Tom Brady, he's in that rare, um, like the Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, where they're just Mike, they're just so Freaks. fucking obsessed and competitive that they never want to stop beating the shit out of other people. He just actually, wants to win so like Tiger Woods. They just want to win more than anything else in the world and want wanna win and it's just love for the game, right? I also yeah. brought up Dennis Eckersley, right? So another topic that we can kind of like, you know, hit on real quick, but it's like Dennis Eckersley, man, like you can see it. These these guys that are dedicated to the game, they fucking love the game. And to like be without it is to be without you. Like be without yourself. You have to live a whole different life when you step away from the game. I'm going to be honest. I'm an absolute nobody. And I feel totally different now that I'm not coaching football. I haven't, you know, not been on a football field in 20 something years. And this year was the first time in 11 years that I'm not coaching. And it felt weird. It feels weird to look at stats and stuff on Twitter from high school teams or whatever. You know, it, it I just, I sympathize but still, fuck Tom Brady for that call and, <laughs> and everything. But, you know, it is funny, like, the conversation that can be had with that stuff, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like people just hate on him so much now. That's what's tough as, like, a Patriots fan where it's just like, oh, like, I don't know. Even, like, non, non-New non England fans that you you know and you talk to, not, not even just Josh, because obviously you grew up in New England, so it's a little bit different of your vantage point. But, like, 
Right. I feel like yeah. all fan bases are just like, fuck this. This is just so stupid. Just retire, dude, and move on. It's just like everyone hates him. Like it's kind I know. of yeah, yeah. But then you sit yeah. there and you watch him play, and you're like, oh, I can see why he still wants to play because he's oh, still, yeah. no, he's still he's, got it. That's of course he still he's, got it. Uh, he, he's and, sharp as attack, man. You know what's more impressive? Uh, I think the most impressive thing about him is how healthy he stayed throughout this whole time. And I know it's the TB12 method, blah blah blah, mm. but he knows the the most impressive thing about him is that he knows how to take a hit. He knows how to fall and not get hurt every single time you see him fall to the ground. The risk of him getting hurt is so minimal. It's crazy. And he's doing that at 45, 44, 45 years old. Like and get a great example is that call that he got the roughing the passer call on the fact his head didn't hit the ground in any way is wild because he did get like, he, it's not like he got slammed to the ground or, you know, body slammed or, you know, the weight bullshit, Use the defender used his weight on him or whatever. Right. He did get like tackled and tossed to the ground, but he was his. He, there was zero percent chance he was taking any threat of a concussion there. Where I bet half the league's quarterbacks, their head bounces off the ground and they get up dazed. Yeah. And even, you you mentioned uh, Brett Favre before. Favre, and you know what I will say that was a random year that he was in Minnesota for the Vikings. He kind of <laughs> had a good season. He did. <laughs> but he did. But his, his whole thing, and this was the whole point of his whole career, though, he was a gunslinger, so instead of taking hard, hard hits, he was just slinging it and throwing up interceptions instead. Tom Brady has right. that perfect like, balance of taking care of the ball, throwing it away, or taking the sack when he knows it's too much of a risk to throw it. So it is kind of funny. Yeah, that's that's just his longevity right there. It's, it's not like he's making throws that it's like, damn, like, wow, like Patrick Mahomes-level stuff, like, He's just taking care of it, like doing everything he's been doing for ages. And you know who made a couple of those, oh, my God, what a throw throws yesterday? Gino Smith. Gino fucking Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh he my did. God, that guy Dude, was dropping I dimes. Clip. I was like, oh, my God. Jesus, what happened to him? He hasn't been a starting quarterback in eight years, and now he's like, he's actually good. I'm, I've bought into the Seahawks being – the Seahawks and the Falcons, man. Almost no expectations coming into the air, but both those teams are fun. Now, the Falcons struggled on Sunday, but they ended up getting 15 points and should have had a chance to to score 20-plus without Kyle Pitts, right? Without Cordero Patterson. Right, without their two best offensive players, and they, they put up a good fight. So that wasn't like the full Falcons offense, but the Seahawks offense, Geno Smith is slinging it. DK Metcalf looks awesome. Losing Rashad Penny is going to hurt, but Kenneth Walker busted off a big run. Like Seahawks offense is fun. Falcons offense, if they're healthy, is fun. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I mean, they eventually got tooled, right? They they played who? The Seahawks? The Was that the Saints game? Yeah. Yeah, they blew that. They First of all, they blew that lead. Yeah, they did. Hard. And Jameis wasn't playing. Right? That was a good back and forth. So, it was but Taysom yeah, Hill, Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill, yeah, Taysom Bro. Hill went off. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Me, me and Gilly were talking. It was like eleven o'clock or something. And Gilly was like, "Shit, we still have Kyle Pitts, and we need to pick up a tight end for the SSBT team in the House Enterprise oh. League." And we picked up Taysom Hill. <laughs> oh man, thirty-five points or something. What a it was, pickup! It was crazy. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, there were definitely some good games. I, I kind of like watch back at the highlights. Like I said, I was at the Bucks Falcons game. But, you know, it seemed like a really like crazy week for football. 
I mean, uh, again, I think this is some of the best start we've seen to a football season in general in a while. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's kind of exciting. It's, NFC it, East, it, it is Giants. exciting because, like you said, four and one, dude. Who <laughs> fucking thought? Who thought? I mean, I liked Brian Nobody. Dayball, but man, he is he is making a a lot out of a little over there. Yeah. Wow. It's. I mean, the Cowboys also weirdly off to a good start. Without you know, Dak? like that division without Dak, <laughs> Cooper Rush. You know, it's like it. You know what? I actually heard something interesting about Cooper Rush and just that offense in general. Like Mike McCarthy, you know, gives some of the rain to Dak, and you know, it's kind of a free flowing offense when he's in the game because you know he's a professional and is a veteran and just kind of shown that he can control an offense. So McCarthy gave him that reign. But with Cooper Rush, they've had to change their style of offense completely, and it's just working. Like, it's Mike McCarthy's offense, and whatever they're doing, they're just sticking to it, you know? And it's interesting that this is the way it's going for the Cowboys because I sold them off once Dak got hurt, me personally. Yeah. I don't know well, about me too. A lot of people did. The but, books, the you know, sports you know, books did too there. Odds to win the division went from like plus one fifty or whatever it was to like plus six hundred or something like that yeah. after the the week one injury. Actually, I just sprinkled yeah. a little uh, half a unit bet on them today for uh, I think at plus three ten to win the NFC East. I don't mind. They're only one game behind the uh, the Eagles, and again, yeah. the Eagles are hot right now, and they're I do like them, but I think they that's pretty pl- value. Eagles haven't played anybody. Exactly. But you are they still undefeated? Yeah, they're five and zero, oh, and you got to give them credit for beating all the teams, right? Like winning five games right. in the NFL is hard, yeah. no matter who you play. Right. But they still haven't really played anybody like that impressive. So no, they they had a shootout with the fucking Lions, and the Patriots just shut out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like that, like. Let's talk wild. about that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I I was very surprised to see the Lions' offense shut down completely by. I'm going to be fucking bluntly honest, a mediocre Pats defense. Dude, like, yeah. and they Belichick played incredibly, incredibly. He does. I don't even know if it's that, dude. It's just the fucking red jerseys. Every time they break <laughs> them out, they fucking For kick sure. somebody's ass. You're right. I'm so You're glad right. those are back. I, it's I like the last, the last time they wore them, wasn't it like a 40 point win somewhere else or something? They beat I, don't the, I don't even they remember. Be, they beat the fucking breaks off the Titans one year wearing the red. Yo, jerseys, and I that's think. no game. 59 oh. nothing, right? Yeah, they had yeah. like 48 yep. first half points or something like that. I think it was 35 points in the second quarter. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. But the, uh, and I do want to talk baseball, but uh, Gilly, as a Patriots fan, are you, uh, you feeling zappy or what? You know what? I am. And actually, fun fact, um, one of my really good friends, um, his his current boyfriend went to high school with Bailey Zappi. Isn't that cool? Wow. He went to the same Texas high school. Yeah. Um, He he was a couple years younger, so he doesn't really know him, but they did overlap. On the the Two Under Par pod, we had someone on, his name was Tom Bevington, that played golf at Western Kentucky. And graduated last year, the same graduating class, so, you know, as as Bailey Zappi. Yeah, which I mean, cool. he looks good. Like I, looked, I'm not gonna lie, that was that was an impressive uh, performance. Yeah, like especially for what you're, I don't know, the 
it's especially it's not like he's been in the program for a couple of years we're like all right well let's see what this kid's got it's like no this guy's been thrown to the fire even the one interception he had i it was basically a drop like by totally Aguilar, right? totally on Aguilar. oh yeah yeah so i thought that's as good as it gets in terms of what you can expect from a a rookie that had no kind of <laughs> he was third string like you know what i mean like he had no expectations to probably even play this year right um other than blow out like so that's wild of how well He's just super effective, so I'm and I'm a big it, fan. It was kind of like a a perfect storm for him, right? Like coming his first starts at home it's against yeah. the Lions, who are like the worst defense in the league. Uh, so you have all that going for you, but you still have to go in and produce. And Ramondre had a really good game that helped. But even so, it's like Damian Harris went down. That was probably half the game plan is Damian Harris. And, and I think he was the only other running back on the active. Yeah, he is. Right? So he was. So they were down to one running back and he made some good throws. He was, he was poised, comfortable. He looked good. So, I mean, is he, it's hard to say if he's fucking better than Mac Jones, obviously, because we've seen him for one game against the Detroit lions. Let's see. <laughs> let's see how he goes on the road. He's, we got the Browns this week. It's not like the Browns have an electric defense or anything, but. They got some. They get that that D line is is pretty scary and yeah. It, it's and more importantly, it's just on the road. Let's see how he does on the road. His first NFL road start because he did look pretty good in Lambeau. So it, it doesn't get much tougher than taking your first NFL snaps in Lambeau Field. Uh, but all that being said, happy with the win. Excited for next week and. Uh, could be a quarterback controversy soon. Have you listened to the sports radio hey. in Boston? Because I, I wish I did now I, that I think about it. I Just didn't here. today. I don't know. This guy's better. <laughs> but these uh these next four games are no matter who's your quarterback, you're looking at three and one. So I mean, if if Zappy wins, you know, if he starts here this week and next week, and you're looking at Zappy being three and zero in his career, I don't really know how you hand it back to Mac Jones at that point. But I don't, that's that's all in the future right now. One game at a time, one week at a time. Here's I'll tell you what. Real quick. Oh, so go Sorry. Ahead. Josh, you're going to need to close your ears for this. Fucking cut oh, the no. lawyer right now. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. He stashed on, he stashed on the lawyer. I want point. Hoyer out the door. I don't I don't want to see his face again. Dude, he's he's <laughs> he's stashed on the IR for this season at this point. Like let him be the number one pick for the XFL draft. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he'll win MVP in that. <laughs> he probably you know? won't. Sorry. I was gonna, gonna say go. it is it, it is kind of eerie though. Uh, you know, shades of Brady. Almost mm -hmm. like coming in after an injury and, you know, winning a couple straight, man, I, I don't, I, if I were a Patriots fan, I'd be believing big time, big time. I mean, that's what I like. I love about the Falcons, you know, not to go back on the Falcons, but it's like even getting rid of Matt Ryan for whatever dynamic that created, we're actually coming back and fighting at the end of games. Now, you know, we're not seeing like a pick six or some shit like that. We're like, and the lady right in front of me who was a Falcons fan, she was like, I can't believe we're actually in this thing. And it's the <laughs> second half, you know? And it was just funny, man. Like, it's true, though. It's so true. You know, a change of quarterback can be all you need. Especially you when know, you look for over, any team. especially as a Falcons fan, you look over at the Colts and see how they're doing this year. I mean, right? they were supposed to run away with that division and they fucking stink. 
They're horrible. And Matt Ryan, like he's not he's, he's helping. Had, he's had a couple of Matt Ryan <laughs> games so far, like a lot of garbage time yards and stuff. But yeah, he yeah. he looks. I bad. think their offensive line is just trash, though, right? Is that because yeah. even that's Jonathan Taylor's been terrible? Yeah, that's part. It's definitely part of it. Their offensive line's been bad, but still, you expected, yeah. But still, yeah. And he was. They were missing the entire offense in that Jags game where they got shut out, but you still got shut out by the Jags. It's like the same thing as the Lions. You still got shut out. Getting shut out should not happen. Like it should rarely happen in the NFL. And last thing about the NFL is um turns out Josh Allen's good and the Bills are good. So in case yeah. you forgot. But never count out Duval over. Never count him out. <laughs> it's true. And as fun as like <laughs> as fun as uh you know, these teams like the Falcons and the and the Seahawks and a couple other teams, even the Browns have like been kind of interesting with Jacoby Brissett. At the end of the day, like the fucking Bills and Chiefs absolutely run the AFC and NFC is a little more up for grabs for sure, but as far as the AFC, it's clear cut Bills Chiefs are just levels above everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if anyone else emerges from the AFC West though. I feel like that's a that's gonna be one where one of these like either the I could be the Raiders like they they're better than their record like right yeah. like somebody someone's got to give there I think that'll be like the third best team in the the conference will come out of there but and I I, like, I mean like I know the Broncos look like shit but they're just is Russell Wilson actually that washed like I, they're I good know. on paper buddy I, I tried know. to tell you. I tried. And the Chargers are just – they got chargered in the first three weeks of the season. They just are all – That's true. I already, already fucking forgot about the Chargers for a second. The Chargers <laughs> – Did they end up winning that game? They did, Like Because yeah. they – okay. I, the Browns – I mean, the they were down, game. and then they were up, and then they were down. and It yeah. was a kind of back-and-forth game, but – Browns missed the yeah. field goal at the end of the game. Damn. So they did win, but they're still plagued with injuries. Keegan Allen's still out. And until he gets back, I think that offense is still going to be in pretty inconsistent. But all that being said, let's talk baseball for a few minutes here. Uh, looks like Steve is getting in here. I've admitted him like three times now. Let's see if he's actually here. Steve. Steve. <laughs> yo, yo. What's up? Hey, what's good, bros? yo, what's good? How y'all doing? Great. Good, good, good. How's the episode going? It's fan fucking tastic. It's good. Doing? We just live reacted to Brian Moore getting traded for a seven. That happened? Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, dude, I would. I would. Unless it's I'd go buy a jersey that's on sale. <laughs> Dude, I'd be crying. Uh, Yo, how you feel? How is Josh feeling about Deion Jones? That's what I want to know. Oh, stop it! I didn't want to bring it up, bro. I'm, I'm so mad. I mean, listen, the guy was on the pop list to start the season, right? But that would have been a crucial part of the defense to just come back and solidify everything that really we needed in the middle of the field to stop and run support all this shit. Bro, when he was healthy, when he gets healthy, he's going to be good. I don't know why we fucking traded him unless there's like a master plan, but I don't see it. It's fucking ridiculous. All the guys to trade on the Falcons D, 
Deion Jones the best is like player on our defense. <laughs> I mean, maybe AJ Terrell. Like uh, I don't know. Casey Hayward's actually been pr- playing pretty well, but you know the Grady Jarrett. Yeah, you know, he's good too. But I don't know, man. He is. He's like the centerpiece. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of frustrating to see for sure. It's ridiculous. Dude, big take. Tack McKinley never got a fair shake. <laughs> never. Never. never that dude was awesome. Where is he now? Decorous McKinley, dude. I don't know. I've vanished. He was disgusting, and then he was just disappeared. Like, like Brandon yeah, he had like in the night. Two, two of the greatest <laughs> games as a rookie, and then just fell off the face of the earth. I mean, as a physical freak. Hey, yeah. Where's Jadavion Clowney? Does anybody know? Yes. Yes, that's where he is. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, him and Miles Garrett. I think he's doing the Jadavion Clowney thing where he's just always hurt. But yeah, I think he's over there. That motherfucker. Um, Do you have have an NFL big take here before we... We're about to transition to baseball, but... Uh, I don't have a... I don't have a... um, a NFL take, but I do have a big take. I wanted to say mid podcast as I'm joining so late. Uh, fuck classic rock. I'm done. You know what? I, I was I was hoping. <laughs> like, so dude, name, name a classic rock band that you're like done with. I'm trying to. I am I am done with Neil Young. I am done with okay. Crosby. I am done with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I am done with Fleetwood Mac. Fuck them all. Whoa. Yep, and you heard me. Fleetwood like Mac. That. And, Dude, this is dude. Every every dude, every girl on earth, every every dude that's trying to be edgy. Oh, fluid man, dude. Fuck them. I'm sick of this. What, how many times do I have to hear Rhiannon? How many times do I have to hear Stevie Nicks? I don't care. Stop it. How many times do I have to hear these fucking songs? Dreams. I I liked it when I was like you know 14 in the back of my dad's car going for a long ride. But I'm so sick of this fucking music. I was telling my dad today we're listening to um, what's that song that goes? Oh shit! Oh. I didn't know you're so passionate about break that. the chain. Oh, Fleetwood Mac, dude. I oh, Lupe. No, yeah, <laughs> right. Lupe. Lupe. Yo, yeah. remember that one? Shout out Lupe. Yeah, that was a bad. That was that was that was one of Lupe's worst songs, probably. <laughs> it was probably his worst one, I think. That one's but, really uh, bad. Yeah, I sorry. I had, is I had Journey is Journey in there though, Steve? Not, not like Journey. No, I, I was gonna say that's an important question, man. Because like I'm Boston? with you. I'm with you. Who, who I don't do you like, like Boston. Boston? No. Boston. Oh, Boston's all right. Whatever. It's 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 that sound. It's like the it's the Fleetwood Mac, Neil Young. The like, Eagles. You know, like they sound like hillbillies, huh? The Eagles. I don't. Eagles like are on my Eagles. nerves lately. They're on my yeah, nerves. Lately. No, I don't like them either. <laughs> no but way, brother. All my. Dude, I'm bitching because my dad, my dad and I work together, and he has the same fucking playlist, and it's classic rock, and we listen to it like all the time. I'm like, dude, is it, like, how does this not get old to you? Like, I know it's what you like listen to when you're my age, but these are the same fucking songs. I'm gonna be 29 tomorrow, and this is all I know. My dad listen to, listen to something else, you motherfucker. Like, I listen to, <laughs> I listen to every genre. <laughs> Is all you like is dudes with like guitars, like just moaning, like Neil Young. Stop, just stop singing. Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold. He listens to your rap music, though, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he does listen to. It. But but like he does. I know he does it like for me. But he does. He does like Juice World and Pop Smoke and stuff. But like, 
but otherwise, I would, I would kill to see my dad's reaction to a pop smoke song. <laughs> yeah, my dad like loves it. pop smoke. Oh Your dad does, Josh? Yeah, okay. he, he dude, he's yeah, he listens Your to all that rap. type of music. Yeah, no, my go dad, to concerts all my the time. Dad's like a like a Zeppelin guy, so he, he's uh doesn't Zeppelin's doesn't cool. necessarily uh, care for the DMX mix. My dad I loves DMX. I love DMX. <laughs> all right. I like um, my dad knows who DMX is. He probably yeah. No, my dad definitely knows. My dad had no idea his existence the entire time. Um, baseball though. Let's have a a little baseball segment here. We're in the playoffs. Wild card. The first ever MLB wild card series round is over. How did you guys like the wild card best of three series? I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I disliked the fact that if you make it to, I, I still, I think it would be perfect if you get to game three, the other team gets on home I, game. I do yeah, like that. that would, really cool. That would be it. Like, because you earn the spot, you get a win. You know, two straight games on the road, uh, you you earn a home game. Like that, that to me would make it perfect. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it for sure. Yeah. I do agree, but then there's that flip side, like, well, the Mets won 100 games. They deserve to have all home games. Well, fucking win in two then. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah I think that would be really cool, but all around. A lot of um, traveling, though, if that was the case, though, for them. Potentially, like Padre, potentially you know? yeah, but it's not always going to be like the Mets and pot, like East Coast, West Coast matchup, but yeah. you'd, only be, you'd only travel on the, the like, if if necessary, on the one day. If necessary, yeah. On the right. one day, yeah, so... Um, and it would be at the end of a series, so you'd automatically, if you move on, you automatically get that rest period anyway. Yes, you know, I think I think it would be really cool. Uh, but good games, not to brag, but my MLB bracket went four and zero in the wild card round. So yeah. I'm basically Messiah, and I'm looking forward. I hope to, you win it all. I'm looking forward to this round. <laughs> this I, you got for the Guardians, Yankees. I got the Guardians and Mariners winning. Putting oh, perfect. Balls on the table. Give me the two fun teams that nobody gives any respect for to beat the two teams that everybody thinks is going to win. And on I, the other side, I did the opposite. I, I went Braves and Dodgers. Braves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The two I, I want the Yankees to make the LCS just to fucking fail. <laughs> I just want them to be so close <laughs> again. Yeah. So far. Like, I, I almost know. want it to but go you're playing with seven fire games. at that point. I know. I, I you are. Like, I even, I even, kind, I even but, like, wouldn't mind seeing them lose in the World Series, but that's just playing with fire. Yeah, that's too close. That's yeah. scary, the World Series man. is too close. No, no, no. Like, remember, I, I wouldn't even like that. Games like against the Astros recently, a few years ago, that was, that was scary. What was that, 2019? That was scary. Yes. Against the Astros. And then a couple of years before that, when they made it really far, right? 2017, I think it was, when they had like no business making like come yes. back against the Guardians and then against the Astros again. That was also scary. Same time, like you said, seeing them get so close and then to just to rip it away from them. It's it's great joy. It's great joy. <laughs> uh, all I want is to see Garrett Cole get lit up, though. I'm a big yeah, Garrett Cole hater now. Especially, do you see that post game thing he had? Or, what, pre, the, or the pre, talk? pre-game? Yeah. The speech? Like, 
Oh yeah, so guys, um, uh, <laughs> well, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, well, yeah, well uh, you know, uh, <laughs> dude, nothing more inspiring. What, kind, with of, what kind of leader is that, dude? I've, I have Garrett Cole for the past two years has been my least favorite player in baseball, like oh. by a wide margin. I dude, hate I'm, that guy. Remember, imagine like. Remember opening day where he was complaining that what's his name took like three minutes too long in the singing national anthem, and he said oh, it was yeah. like, he, he couldn't he couldn't uh get past the unforeseen challenges that I had to face that day, so I had a bad first he, inning. Fucking Billy so Crystal, right? Up. Billy That's Crystal, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that guy is such a fucking dweeb. And then he's got the O for Pete's sake interview with the spider tech bullshit. Like, oh, he's the fucking worst. I hate him. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he, he also certified. actually just like sucks. He just sucks. Didn't he lead the league in home runs allowed this year? He did. Did he? I believe he did. I think like thirty something. I can't wait. I got a tweet drafted up. I have I've had it for about a month and a half. Led now. the American League with thirty three. Yep. That's wild. Yeah, but I've had a tweet drafted up for this guy that wanted to talk shit about me because I was talking shit about Garrett Cole on Twitter. And he came, I came back and said, Oh, you know what? I can't wait for your first round exit and Garrett Cole to fucking lose his fucking mind in game one. And he was like, Oh, what? You saying he shouldn't even pitch in the playoffs? I was like, No, he probably fucking should. <laughs> and you know what? I can't wait, dude. I hope he gets launched off of. Speaking I, of I, hateable Yankees, how about Chapman being off the roster and just like yeah. not That's going hilarious. up trading or whatever? He's, That's crazy. His Yankee career is done. Big take, Steve. What like you might, too. you might approve of this. Like he might just be done. That's a, that's a good take. I, how old is he now? 30, 33? He He's old be. enough to just be phased out. You know, especially because he's he not get... good anymore. He can 34. get blacklisted for sure. He'll be, he'll be 35 next year. Remember Larry just be like no. coming off coming off a negative war season, four four six ERA, one point four three whip, like only thirty six innings. Yeah, could be remember it. Larry Johnson on the Chiefs because he got yeah. fucking phased out for no reason. Gone. Todd, Todd Gurley. <laughs> that didn't I mean, that seem quick with Larry I know, Johnson. I know Todd Gurley had his injuries, but he was only like twenty six when he stopped being relevant. Twenty five. Dude, he's younger than us. That's crazy. And by us, I mean me and Josh <laughs> and Gilly. <laughs> Not Oliver, you pipsqueak fucking youthful son of a gun. <laughs> I, how old is Gurley? Gurley is like only 27, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's younger than us. Because that was one of the first times I was like, holy shit, this guy is younger than me. Yeah, he's like, yeah. What, what am yeah. I doing with my life? He just turned 28 <laughs> in August. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That's it. 94, baby? Yes. Oh my god, yo. Dude, we're too old for life. And by we I mean me. <laughs> yeah. So what am I? Josh yeah. <laughs> You have a purple. Am I already <laughs> dead? Am I fucking dead right now? <laughs> All right. We got oh. our we have our one minute warning here. I know we're kind of tight on time tonight, so this is gonna be it, but you guys have a closing take. Jose Ramirez World Series uh MVP. Fuck yeah, I'm on board. I'm all on uh I dude I'm cannot be rooting for anything harder than a Mariners Guardians ALCS. Oh my god. Please. I want that so bad. Yeah, that's that would be great. Big take. This liquid death stuff is actually pretty good. <laughs> I just I, I finally caved. <laughs> Fucking canned water, man. Uh it's pretty good. 
That's my big take for you. Okay. Very <laughs> flavor. Bury it alive. Speaking of dead. <laughs> wow. They are great with the puns over there at Liquid. Yeah. Great marketing. All right. Well, that'll do it this week. We'll be back next week with hopefully more Yankees bashing, and uh, we'll see if the zappy hour continues. Dude, zappy for life. Let's go. Peace All out. Right. Peace out. Later.